And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. What do you, what do you got there, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews? Hold on, I gotta add the accoutrement. Gotta know what you're slurping upon here. Oh, is that faux? It is. That's a horrible thing because you were just telling me that if I was off from work tomorrow, I should let you know. Yeah. And I, again, I'm thinking about it very heavily. But the thing that I would have said to you was, we should go get foe. It might help you feel better. But you have foe, so... You say that like I won't double foe it up. Would you, though? Because really, it's almost a triple foeing at this point. Oh, I will foe. Foe show. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're enjoying it, having never had it before. What, what kind did you try? Is that... Again, the steak or... Yeah, and I'm glad you asked. Because I don't... Have you gotten it to go yet? No. So I go pick it up. I order it to go. I get a large because that's how I roll. And I bring it home. And there is a normal, what you would expect, Chinese takeaway soup that's just broth. Yes. And then... There's the plastic bag with the sprouts and the jalapeno and the lime. Okay. And then I open up the little styrofoam container and there are the noodles. And then a bag that I thought at first had roasted red peppers in it. And I was like, huh, I wouldn't think you would put roasted red peppers info. Nope. I don't have any meat in this. They forgot my meat. (laughs) Oh, please, did you go back? Did you call And then call I them? looked closely <laughs> and went, they put eight to ten slices of raw beef yes. in a bag, and I had to cook it myself. Well, you actually, you don't have to cook it yourself. I suppose you could, what, just put it in Usually the broth? the broth is hot enough. Now, I guess, suppose that's the thing. But if you're getting to it quickly, the broth is supposed to be hot enough that you just put it in... And it mm. cooks itself. Mm. You mm-hmm. are making me incredibly jealous. You might not think so, but you really, really are. That just looks delicious. So, yes, I, I have a bit of the stomach bug. Um, Mrs. Matthews has a bit of the stomach bug. And she's on. She's coming out of it while I'm heading into it. Ugh. And she was like, you know, I could go for like some potato pancakes or something like that. And I said, okay, I'll pick some up on my way home. <gasps> right down the road from the potato pancake place. <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad that you are enjoying it. I will go for more tomorrow. Okay. Okay. If, you know, unless we wanted to do something else, there are other options, I suppose. No, there's not, because I okay. have not had foe. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. GQ was asking me about possibly getting together tomorrow afternoon. Really? But- I told him I didn't think it was going to work out because he's only free at like three o'clock or two ah. thirty or something. And I was like, well, I have to go pick up Mrs. Manson from work and that's going to bisect because he's only free from like, like he's done. He's at two thirty to five thirty. He had to be home. And I was like, but if I have to go pick her up right in the middle of that, that's never yeah. really going to work out. So, oh, that's spicy. There's some odd chili paste soy sauce mixture. That I'm dabbing on. Well, I find that if you just put the jalapenos in and let them sit, like, I don't know what it is about pho. Yeah, but it just it just permeates that. Br- Ooh, man, you, I didn't I did not expect you to do that. I took the seeds out. Well, those are the hottest part, but even that still, would, the pepper is got some spice. Yeah, it's not bad, though. By the time I got to the bottom of my bowl of pho the last time we went, I definitely was tingling in in the mouth region from 
I probably had put like five slices of jalapeno in there and it just sat there the whole meal, you know? But I like that ramp of spicy. It just sort of builds over time. It's quite good. I will say this. I usually don't do spice at all. But between this and Drunken Noodles recently, I enjoy the lingering tingles. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's pretty mild, right? It's usually within the first five minutes or so that we get the title for the episode. Lingering tingles might be the one. (laughs) It sounds like we should be doing some ASMR or something on DDT. I will slurp the soup really close to the microphone (laughs) if people want. Uh, Someday I think we have to have a uh, special ASMR episode. I believe you're supposed to eat cereal. I believe that has been told. We've been teasing that for years. We have. Maybe it'll finally happen this uh, this holiday season. You've had the DDT Awards. Now welcome to DDT ASMR. Yes, yes. I love it. Uh, uh, but yes, I am sorry to tease you, but I did know when I, when I finally figured out that they just gave me raw beef, I was like, this is going to make for a great podcast because clearly you would have recognized that right away. I was literally like not near tears, but I was really disappointed for like 30 seconds. Did you did you cook it in a pan? I did. Yeah. So yeah. it is no longer rare. Yeah. I mean, honestly, usually if you um, just put it in the broth, again, the broth is usually served very hot. Yeah. And it cooks itself. But again, I guess if you're driving home, takeout, I, I don't know how yeah, long I that would I got this first, take. then I went to get the potato pancakes, so. But I, yeah, I, I once took did takeout from, you know, a good 25 minutes away and... You know, went back to a house where I ate the foe, and it still just threw it in, and it cooked. It was fine. It was, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it would have, but it was just I was like, all right, I'll cook it. Not going to yeah. take me that long. Yeah, fair enough. So, so what's going on? You know, besides potentially both of us slacking on our jobs, what is uh, what is up in the world of Doc Manson? What's going on? Not too much. Uh, it's been a busy, busy week, I guess. How's know, the patient? The How's the patient? Oh, the patient is doing well. Oscar is doing very well. We actually uh, had a vet appointment at 4 o'clock today. So ah. uh, we left work just a little bit early to get home, to get him, to go out there, to come back. And so by the time I was just walking back in the door, it was when I got your message. And I said, all right, I can be ready to go in 20 minutes. It worked out just right. Good. Um, and he's doing well. Um, the sutures in his mouth. Look good. They'll dissolve over time. So mm-hmm. there's nothing going on there, but it looks good. Did he have his to chest... change his diet at all because of the surgery? Not really. I mean, yes, in that we um, took his kibble and put it with hot water to soften it. So, but ultimately, it's the same diet. You know, mm-hmm. just a little bit different in terms of delivery. Um, but yeah, and he had his. You know, he had those big stitches across his chest. That sealed up very nicely as well. And so they took the stitches out for that because those aren't the type that dissolve. So he just got those out. And I have to imagine he probably feels weird but better for it. So, yeah, things are going well for Oscar. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. End yeah. of the semester. You know, it's busy. I can't wait for it to be over. We're almost there. A couple more weeks. We're recording on a Thursday because I really wasn't feeling up to it yesterday. So your Thursday night class is is, is over. That's over. Yeah, yeah. I've got two more weeks of my uh, Tuesday class that I teach. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I'll be done by Thanksgiving. And and does that continue in the spring or is that a one semester no. deal? It's a one semester deal for now. Oh. Um, I may look into teaching a different course in the spring, but I'm not sure, sure. if that's going to happen or not. If you could design your very own course, it doesn't even need to be science-related, though I assume science will play into it in some capacity, what would you What would you teach? I mean, if I'm allowed to choose anything, I'm going to do a film studies course on horror movies. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't have the credentials for it, but uh, if I can um, do anything, that's what I'm doing. Excuse me. You host a very successful horror movie podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way to phrase that sentence. Thousands, thousands of downloads every day. Um, Inaccurate. Definitely inaccurate. Hundreds of downloads every day. Definitely inaccurate. Definitely, you know. Hundreds less... of downloads. Mm. Total? Sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> sure. sure. Out of the 15 episodes we've had, hundreds total. Yes. Hey. That's correct. There are some people who have 15 podcast episodes and have 15 downloads. No, it's like not. their mom. Nah, I don't believe that. I Come on. In the world, you have to believe that somebody has posted a podcast and they're the only people who listen to it. Yeah, I guess so. I you guess know, so. It's some really esoteric podcast on, like, you know, the making of a yardstick. And I'd listen to that. I say that only because that was in my field of vision at the time. But why do you have a yardstick? I brought it home. I make uh, posters for my wife for like incentive posters. And so I need to draw straight lines, which I cannot do freehand. So I brought that home to go with the poster board. I don't think I'm familiar with the term incentive poster. Okay. Interesting, because if I could teach a class, it would be on classroom management. So you have a poster with all your kid's name on it. And it's a, it, there's different forms. And this has just a series of squares. And if you do well during your class, you get a, like a smiley face sticker on your square. And when you fill in your row, you earn a prize. And when somebody fills in their row, do they get to start over? Yes. And what so kind I of make, prize? I make seven or eight of these uh a bouncy ball. One of those, you remember the little rubber? It was like a half, it was a hemisphere yeah. and you flip it upside down and it would pop it up in the air. Those, it could be a pencil. It could be. So here's your prize. Don't use it in class. Jimmy. Everyone has their own thing. I tend, I don't do those sorts of prizes myself, but okay. my wife does mainly because her job, she doesn't have a class. The kids come to her. She works for them for a little while and she sends them back. So if they play with the popper in the class, she doesn't care. <laughs> I'm sure the teachers love her. Yeah, they do. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's neat. So, yes. So that is why I had a yardstick. I was going to say, I don't even think I own a yardstick. So, Well, if you ever need to borrow one, let me know. I will. I will. Or I'll steal one from work like you did. <laughs> That's totally what I did. I literally walked I walked out of the building one day with a yardstick over my shoulder as if I had a bindle and just <laughs> headed home. There um, you go. Any wrestling in your life? Any AEW? I assume you did not watch Full Gear. I did not watch Full Gear. I did not watch Dynamite. I haven't watched Dynamite in two weeks now. So... so Let's let's unpack that a little bit. You weren't going to watch a pay-per-view because they were charging $50, and that's just excessive. Is it a lack of time? Is it like because it was around the Halloween season that you fell off the wagon a little bit? Has it been less interesting to you? What is... Just, um, I don't know. I just... I, I Again, I don't really enjoy the experience of watching it on this particular streaming app. There's sure. just enough friction there that I'm like, mm, and I don't. Okay. I don't I think there's anything it. wrong with the product, but I'm also not particularly invested in it. Like I, I acknowledge that I'm enjoying it, but I'm after four or five episodes, again, I found it interesting, but I'm not particularly invested. So I have noticed, because I haven't watched the last couple of weeks either, and I think I've found that I was interested at first, and now it is more of the same that it was. And that, mm. to me, I was like, okay. And I think there's also something to be said for, okay, yes, you don't have to watch the pay-per-view. But I do think there's something to be said for, well, why am I spending two hours a week watching this show where I'm actually not going to see the, the payoff. payoffs? Yeah. Like, I, there's, there's something about the business model that also, I think, keeps me at arm's distance from really embracing it, knowing that, you know? I thought it was interesting. I saw a whole lot more sharing of streaming sites like people were just blatantly sending links to watch this pirated stream of it rather you know i don't see that for wwe probably because it's ten dollars a month most people Correct. have it's it. accessible yeah it's interesting to me because the nwa which has their youtube only nwa power they have a pay-per-view coming up and it's if you pre-order it's 19.99 if you order like the day of or within like 
a few days, it's 25. But I'm, you know, and again, you don't watch NWA, so you have no interest. But I'm almost tempted to give them $20 just because I appreciate that they are reasonable with their financial request. Yeah. I, I mean, I will. The only thing with that is they're reasonable compared to the dead model that AEW is trying to use. Yes. But I actually don't think that's a very reasonable price. You know what I mean? Because like when you think about it, like if you get the top of the line Netflix, right? Netflix with 4K HDR support, the Dolby Atmos, like that that plan is like, I think at this point, like $17 a month. All right. And that's Netflix where you are getting access. Don't get me wrong. They don't have necessarily as wide a catalog as they once had in some sure. ways. But you're getting access to everything on that service for that mm-hmm. $17. $20 for a one-time, one-show thing. <sighs> somebody made the case to me, because I mentioned that $50 for full gear was just too much. And somebody was like, yeah, but you own it. You can watch it whenever. And I'm like, I don't... Like, I'll go back and watch, you know. One, is that true? Do you get a download? Apparently, you either that or because you're on – if you do it, I think, through Bleacher Report, you have, like, a purchase history so you can go back in and watch what you've purchased already. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I go back and watch Money in the Bank 2017 all the time, so. Yeah. Well, that's it. I'm like, you know, I watch stuff, but I'm probably a minority – wrestling user and i even that i don't do as much anymore because now you got me playing outer worlds and i'm role-playing is what if wesley from princess bride got frozen and sent to the future whatever happened to caveman spaceman i don't like melee characters okay all right fair yeah and it was just i you know i it was part of the character that he ran in a straight line to whatever the green dot said so I just and he, I just wasn't paying a huge amount of attention to the story. So I was a little I got bored, just running around with my hammer hitting people or my little telescoping staff. Okay. So now I'm playing with the with the sniper rifles, and I'm like, oh, this is a much more enjoyable experience. Good. Well, I'm glad you found how to have a good experience. I, I am. I'm enjoying it very much. I will good, probably good. be playing it later this evening, possibly tomorrow if I do wind up not going to work. But um. But yeah, you know, I I haven't been watching WWE either. I'm excited for Survivor Series. I'll probably watch NXT over the weekend, but you should send me your login information for Survivor <laughs> Series and come over if you want to. I could do probably at least one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, because the the weird thing to me is Survivor Series. I don't Series, want to watch it, but I've now had two people express interest in watching it. I think you would enjoy it because again, they're having the Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. But the weird thing to me is they have a takeover the night before, and they're just gonna do they're gonna do War Games, but it's NXT versus NXT, and I'm like, well, what's the point of that? Yeah. Serve the greater narrative, guys. That was it. I was like, do like a two-night thing. And Uh, maybe Raw or SmackDown will invade and they'll wind up doing it differently. So there's exactly one piece of wrestling news that I am actually aware of this week. Okay. And it actually has nothing to do with wrestling. It has more to do with a talk show. Oh. Yeah. So I guess... You know, after all this time and all those talks about principal and, you know, whatnot, I guess he, uh, CM Punk just wanted a paycheck, huh? Certainly looks that way. Whatever. I don't begrudge the man. I just think it's very strange that this company that he absolutely hated working for, eh, they can pay me. Now, admittedly, it sounds like he's just going to be talking and there's no wrestling in his future, so... And maybe that was the sticking point. He didn't want to get drawn back into the lifestyle. I don't know. But I don't really think I'm that excited to hear CM Punk just talk about WWE's current product. Are you? No, but then again, I don't know that there was a lot about the CM, any sort of CM Punk return that I would have been super excited about. 
Yeah, at this point, and this is coming from somebody who was a big CM Punk fan when he was wrestling. Um, I just I've completely soured on Phil Brooks as a person. Uh and I never needed to see him come back to wrestling. After everything that happened, it just sounded healthier for him to stay away. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he can well, make and, his own choices. I'm not judging him. By all the, means, hilarious that thing to, the hilarious thing to me is he returns to WWE and now is getting slammed for that because everyone who wanted him to go to WWE now wants him to go to AEW. Well, yeah, but that's been the case since AEW was a glimmer of a thing. Sure. So now, you know, and again, people are pointing out, well, he hasn't signed a wrestling contract. He's just signed basically like a personality contract for this WWE backstage. He could still wrestle for AEW. And I'm like, what planet are you on that you think that's going to happen? I mean, he could, but not simultaneously. No, they're saying that. They're saying, oh, he can wrestle for, you know, yeah. for no. Cody on Wednesdays and do WWE on Tuesdays. I guarantee that the contract says he cannot do that. Guaranteed. Love, it was a nice moment. I don't know if you saw the the thing. Did you see the return or did you just hear about the return? Uh, I saw the music hit and people react on Instagram. Okay. Because, you know... They're all standing there. It's like obviously like a sports centery type show to use a reference for which you are totally familiar. Um, I just liked Paige. Yeah. He comes out. Is this a rib? This is a rib. Is this a rib? He comes out. That's what she said. You know, he walks out. Yes, I know. He looks around like he's looking at the fans. I'm like, no one's there. Who are you looking at? And then he like gets into the ringish area and he goes up to the camera moving out of the light. So his face is just covered in shadow. And then he paraphrases Roddy Piper. Every time you think you've got all the uh, answers, I change the culture. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I, I literally said the same thing. I'm glad for him. If he's happy, I'm happy. But. I'm not going to tune into WWE backstage to hear what CM Punk has to say about Survivor Series. Correct. Like in terms of a return, like I get it. It's valuable to the WWE to keep him away from AEW, but I could not be. I I I I have no idea how the WWE sees this as a win except again as a win by subtraction you know what i mean like there is no gain to them from this i presume they're assuming that eventually this will lead to an in-ring return for him hmm. maybe 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 so and that's it, the big news of the week it is and you know Uh, I'm looking at the Survivor Series Wikipedia page, and we can go back and talk more about CM Punk. Um, And they're listing all the matches. So they're going to have a Survivor Series kind of match. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT. That's too many teams for Survivor Series. It is. I don't know how they're going to pull it off. So Raw is – and they're going to have a men's and women's, of course. Because now we have to have two of the exact same match. But anyways, wait, team so Raw. the women's match is also three teams? Yes. Okay. All right. Team Raw. Rollins, McIntyre, Owens, Orton, Ricochet. Makes total sense. Does it? Okay. Team SmackDown. Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali, Braun Strowman, King Corbin, and Shorty G. Okay. This is what the Wikipedia page says for Team NXT. Adam Cole. Tommaso Ciampa, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and a fifth unannounced participant. Um. Huh. Now, I checked the WWE website. I've seen no mention of Triple H or Shawn Michaels on any of that. I just posted a question on Twitter. I think somebody just is having some fun with the Wikipedia page. To quote, to quote Paige, I think this is a rib, 
But, but yeah, I was like, really? I guess I could kind of see it, but at the same time, really? Alrighty then. So, I just wanted to just throw that out there in case somebody listening hasn't seen that. I don't know how many people check the Wikipedia page, but uh, just you, probably. <laughs> I didn't edit it. I didn't make this up. So, all right, all right. All right. But yes, CM Punk is back. Good for him, I guess. Maybe this just means AJ Lee comes back. Okay, I'm trying to find something. People are people are very excited. Chip's very excited. Uh, Mitchell's very excited. I'm happy for everyone else. I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. I guess. Yeah, like I said, I just there was there was a time in my life when this would have been very exciting news, but that time has passed. Yeah, that's all. I'm realizing now I don't have to get faux. I could get other stuff. No, no, no. You have to get faux. What? I want to be sitting across from you watching you slurp noodles and broth. It's part of the experience. Well, I could do the noodles part. I could get like the noodle basket or the noodle bowl thing. All right. I want to hear you slurping. I'm not getting the beef balls, though. I was told those weren't good. They were fine. Uh, Anything else? The steak's better. Anything else in the world? Should we get to the emails? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Have you signed up for Disney Plus yet? Oh, my God. What what is wrong with me? I I don't want to steal your piece of positivity. Have you signed up for Disney Plus yet? No. Um, I also have no intentions of signing up. But you could watch all the things. You could watch Gargoyles. Uh, Small secret. I never liked Gargoyles. What? Growing up, I didn't like Gargoyles. Yeah. I thought it was boring. Boring as hell. Um, Deep Dark tell Secrets. Me everything you know about the new Ghostbusters movie. Um, it's directed by Ivan Reitman's son. It's got a bunch of people I don't care about in it in the main character roles, but then Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and. Ernie Hudson and Sigourney Weaver will be making at least cameos in it. So it's not just them? Another adventure? No. I don't believe so. It sounds to me like it's about a family who moves back to a small town and finds out some sort of family secret. I'm guessing they move to the small town and find out that their uncle or grandfather or something was once a Ghostbuster. And they come across it and restart up the business or something. Okay, I was excited, and now I'm not. I mean, I'm still excited. I'm happy for more Ghostbusters, and I'm really glad that they've got all the surviving team members and Bill Murray is going to be in it, but I'm not anticipating them having large roles. I bet you Dan Aykroyd has a large-ish role, but I'm guessing everybody else will just be there, but yeah. Could you, in your head, imagine a possible plot for a movie that was just them again? For sure, yes. Um, but it would be involving them being the main characters. That's what or I'm at saying. least sharing the main character's sort of spot and, you know, training a new team. Yeah. No, I think it first the first half an hour needs to be them going through the Canadian wilderness to find Rick Moranis <laughs> and just dragging him out. You're coming back. I don't want to come back. You're coming back. And all I can say is this is the first time in history that I'm going to be in support of using, you know, those hologram technologies. You bring back Harold Ramis. You bring back Egon Spangler as a ghost, and you let him star in this movie alongside the other three. That's what I would do. Okay. All right. We'll start script production over foe tomorrow. This time he drilled a hole in his head, and it did work. (laughs) Uh, all right. Yeah, I saw some poster, and I couldn't tell if it was an actual poster or if it was just a Photoshop thing of, uh, yeah. like, the four of them, you know, the age they are now, like, in the costumes. And I'm like, I hoped it was something more exciting because, again, I, I yeah, don't – I mean, I could be wrong because, I mean, I'm only hearing – I have all I've read is a two-sentence 
synopsis, right? You know what I mean? It just sure. doesn't sound like the movie's actually about them. Well, that's but whatever. That's all right. Maybe they'll oh, show up right? on the new season of Stranger Things. Doubt it. Hold on a second. Okay, no. The lights on my thing, my mixer are weird, so I just want to make sure that... Yeah, no, it's still recording. I heard like a fan or something turn on over there, I think. Huh. All right. Well, it still looks like it's recording, so maybe just right. the lights are... Oh, there they are. Anyways. All right. Well, let's get to the emails. We've got at least half a dozen. Which is a baker's dozen. This is episode 199, by the way. Next week, episode 200. Big plans. Big plans. Big plans. I actually think um, one of these emails has to do with, at least one of those emails has to do with our big plans. Our first email comes from Mitchell. The best week of November 2019 is the subject line. Am I reading it? It's more than three paragraphs. Oh, Absolutely. Before I get into the bulk of my email, I just want to say in regards to last week, you don't have to worry about losing a bestie, even if my commute changes. It'll still be about 18 miles, and those 18 miles can be pretty long with Louisville traffic. I'm now just learning where Mitchell lives. I also walk my dog every morning and evening. Plus, you all are one of the only two podcasts I listen to now. Even if all that changed, I would listen while pooping. You're welcome. I've, I've looked at some of the emails. That is not going to be the first. That is not the last time we're going to hear something like that. Huh. With, with that said, this is the best week to be a Mitchell in November 2019. By the time you're reading this, Pokemon Sword and Shield will be coming out in two days. And by the time I listen to the show, I'll be picking up Sword that same day. I won't bore you with the details, but this is the most excited I've been for a video game release in quite a while. When Smash Brothers Ultimate came out last year, I told myself, I think I may try to actually get great this time, and maybe 100% it. Comparatively, with Pokemon Sword, I've excitedly thought, I fully expect myself to be compelled to dive deeper into a Pokemon game than I have since I was a kid. Maybe I'll even give the competitive scene a try, or complete the Pokedex. In the spirit of a fandom reaching high points and low points, what are some times your love for something has gone up and down over the years? Well, I mean, obviously my love for wrestling has gone not only gone up and down over the years, but it's been pretty much fully documented on this show over the course of the last 199 episodes. Yeah. So, yes. DDT Wrestling, a love-hate relationship <laughs> with one Doc Manson. Yes, indeed. Um... You know, yeah, my wrestling fandom has has kind of ebbed and flowed, although it's not that I haven't enjoyed it. It's just been either the priorities or the life at the time. Um, I don't know what other fandoms. I mean, I'll say video games as well. Before Gears 5 came out earlier this year, now obviously I've been playing a little bit of The Outer Worlds, I hadn't really played a video game in at least a year, I think. Mm -hmm. So... That kind of ebbed and flowed. I and I, I very rarely get inclined to play anything. I feel like I don't know, like been there, done that. You know what I mean? There are no new genres, and yeah, it's a different coat of paint. But a lot of times, I feel like I'm just playing the same game. You know what I mean? And so I, I it was difficult to get excited about anything there for a while. And even now, I, I can't say I I've com I'm completely over that. I'm enjoying the Outer Worlds, but it's really just a nice shiny coat of paint. On Fallout New Vegas, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Well, know. and for me, having never played Fallout New Vegas, yeah, that was the Fallout game actually developed by Obsidian, who happens to be the developers of Outer Worlds. So. Now, our WoW fandom, oh sure, peaked, peaked for a while and then disappeared. I mean, there was a time there where I was way into MMOs, like from WoW to Champions Online, City of <sighs> Heroes, like you know, I mean. I played Guild Wars 2, I played Rift, I played... There's at least a few more that have already been shut down, you know. I played, you know, every single MMO probably that came out there for a little while. I'm pretty while. sure I played the DC Universe online for a yeah, little while. I played that one too, yeah. But, you know, I just, I don't, um... I, I don't really have any interest in those games anymore. I was looking at the trailer for the new WoW expansion, Shadowlands, I think it's called. I was watching it, and I said to myself, huh, 
Maybe I should jump back in. Never mind. Like, I, I didn't even get through the thought of being like, ah, uh, yeah, maybe I'll. No. I think Just the, prob- the problem for me, and not only is it I enjoy a game where I can press a pause button, but there are so many players that take it so seriously. It was the same thing with Fortnite. The players who take it so seriously and are, you know, they've maxed out their character and they're doing all of this stuff. I'm like, you're taking the enjoyment away from a casual player. Yeah, I think. fair enough. Yeah. At least you're, they're taking it away from you. That's all that matters. Having said that, Elder Scrolls Online. Have you I'm played it? to it. I haven't, but yeah. you had mentioned I was looking it. at it the other day. The thing that turned me off from it, because I was looking at it. I, mean, I even sent you a tweet about it. Um, the thing that I realized is there's no cross-play. So if you were to play on PS4 and I were to play on PC, we would never be able to play together because oh. the servers don't connect. Oh, well, never mind then. Yeah, lame. All right. Uh, Brandon Banks, I'm just, I'm just asking. Weeks leading up to episode 150, or was it 100? Honestly, I don't remember, as I don't have that kind of memory like him. There were all sorts of teasers and speculation that Landmark episode would indeed be the last of the DDT Wrestling Podcast. So, how come as you approach the historic episode 200, we're not hearing a peep about it being the last? I'm, I'm just asking. Keep up the work. Set for my iPhone while I take a poop. I told you. Thanks, Brandon. I told you. Um, well, obviously, we were kidding the last couple times. Were we? So this time, we're not talking about it at all because it will be the last episode. And we're just going to be gone. In two Fridays, you will wake up, you will check your phone, and we will no longer exist. Next email. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, the DDT hype team. Final vignette. Who is under the hood? Oh, the possibilities. Oh, sorry. <laughs> why is there? Why is there a picture? Because it's a huge picture of someone in a hood. At first, I thought it might be the Hamburglar, because it's got those white and you know I black. Can't... I can't stripes. look at it small enough to know what that is. Oh, that's totally what it is. Um, it's somebody leaning over it's in a somebody chair. in a blue and white hooded sweatshirt with the hood drawn really, really tightly bending over. It's a nice yeah, they're couch, bending forward. Yeah, it's a All nice right. leather couch, maybe a recliner. Can't tell. I like that pillow. Home sweet home. Under this hood. Is a man of benevolence. Under this hood. Is a man of mystery. Austin Powers? Under this hood. I want to see those movies again. Is a great orator. Thanks, Obama. Orator. Orator. Under this hood. Is a man who likes his brand split. Under this hood is a man who networks. Professionally. Under this hood is a man who meditates. Under this hood is a man who does facial yoga. Excuse me. We're going to pause this email. I have yet to go to Urban Dictionary this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to know what facial yoga is. It's probably all over YouTube. Facial yoga. Uh Uh-huh. Nothing. However, there is yoga for other body parts. Such as? You know. I don't. That's why I'm asking. The act of stretching, twisting, bending, and slow breathing with your penis. Variations include slow, hot, and studio. (laughs) Okay. Um, Anyways. Oh my god, it keeps going. <laughs> Under this hood is a man that sees blue skies amongst gray. Under this hood is a man that walks on water under the bridge. Under this hood is a man who takes time to smell the roses. Under this hood are rosy cheeks as red as strawberries. Under this hood uh-huh. is one of the great minds of our time. Under this hood is a man with no time to waste. Debatable. Under this hood 
is a man with an olive branch wrapped inside a DC comic. He has an olive branch inside a DC comic. Under this hood is a man who branches into nature. Under this hood is a man that questions the question. Under this hood is a man who answers the answer. Under this hood is a man who has been gone for long. Under this hood is a man next week back where he belongs. 587 days ago, you last saw him. After 594 days, it is over. He sent an accidental networking message at 424, but you will forget that forever when you remember the numbers 594. The troll is giving a leaving present as he leaves the vessel of this man, because the troll is now sinking under the bridge, as next week he gives back his vessel to its owner. DDT 200, he returns, seven days, hashtag, he is coming. Danielle Sullivan, backwards. How are you all today? Maybe one day I'll be able to recall questions I've wanted to ask and some to answer. So here are a few that have caught my attention this afternoon. Danielle, just email the questions as you have them. Don't wait. Yeah, they can collect. They can sit there. Yes, there's decent pho here in Oklahoma. The best pho is near campus in Norman. The OKC doesn't have the best selection. Now I'm craving pho right before lunch. Well, that makes two of you. You're welcome. Oh, this was from a few weeks ago, but what if the DDT Rewards was a combined show with the sound scary holiday special thing, whatever you call it? So you could have two podcast episodes in one day full of shenanigans with DC, Doc, Mrs. Manson, and GQ. Oh, and a couple of weeks ago, I got to listen to DC's By the Book episode with randomized booking. I can't recall which matchups I found the most interesting, neither can I, but I know one of them involved the Fiend and the Demon working together in a tag team match. Kind of excited to make pumpkin pie next week for a university event for a small group organization I'm a part of. Need to go get a pie pan at some point, as well as pie crust. Do you guys make homemade crust, or do you shop for the pre-made option? Cheers, Danielle Sullivan. Well... A combined show is a possibility. I mean, we're all going to be in the same place at the same time anyways, ideally. Yeah. Although, you sound, you, you did say you were traveling, I think. Who the hell knows? In the time period where we normally record the end of the year show, so I don't Who know. Who the hell knows? If we do it early, I'll be fine. Okay. Like a pre-holiday show. Because um, the holidays are weird. There's actually some time before. Anyways. Uh, do you make your own crust, or do you... Buy pre-made crust. Definitely both. Mrs. Manson has done both. Um, homemade crust is better, but it's a I lot would more like labor-intensive. What intensive. kind of crust she makes? Because now that I've watched many seasons of the British Baking Show, I am familiar with the different forms of crust. Does she do hot water crust, short crust, puff pastry, rough puff? Are are those all of the options? Those are all the ones I can think of right now. There's probably more. Well, I have no idea. But I was impressed. I think you would like the British Baking Show. I watched like 15 minutes of the first episode. And that was enough? That was all I got through. All right. Glenn sending us some festive cheer. Hi, guys. If you were preparing for a festive party and had to put on buffet food for your guests... What sort of tasties would you provide? And to make it a bit easier, you can have three meat dishes, three savory, and three sweets. That's easier? Thanks, Glenn. I like that without the comma, he's just thanking himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, if I have to put on a, a food buffet. Okay. I'm getting into this now. I mean, if um, this is just like my wedding reception, then I'm going to have a some sort of fish meal. I'm going to have some chicken. I'm going to have some prime rib. No, it's a festive party, which I suppose a wedding should be. But 
Right. I'm talking. I mean, I'm, I'm just talking. I'm not going to go wedding. I'm going to go just. I get to put on my own food for people. Okay. Do you want to continue, or would you like me to give no, my three? No, go meals? ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I would do a pulled pork. I would do a. Uh, do you think that's really holiday festive appropriate? It doesn't say anything about holidays. It says festive party. Well, okay. I can have All festive right. parties in the summertime. Okay. Um, pulled pork, I would do uh, what I call special chicken, which is just an egg wash, flour, breaded cutlet, chicken cutlet. And then I would do shrimp cocktail. That would be my third meat, I suppose. Is that really like an entree? Because usually that's like an appetizer. Hmm. I suppose that is true. Yeah. I, I do think I would need to do some sort of fish dish, but I'm trying to think of what it would be. Ah, the coconut crusted salmon? I'm not particular. Well, I, I guess it depends on if I have to prepare the food or if I'm just getting the food. I'm assuming you're just going to be getting the food. Oh, because I would make the other two. Chris has said if you were preparing for a festive party and you had to put on a buffet. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Uh, whatever. Fine, then I'm doing lobsters. I'm doing beef wellington. There you go. Mm. And what are your what are your three savory dishes that are not meat? Uh raviolis. Okay. I don't know. What what is a savory dish that's not meat? I would yeah, I think I would do some sort of like potato au gratin sort of thing. Um, I might do, I'm thinking of it more of like a, a, you know, picnic sort of thing. That's just where my head's going. So I'm like some sort of very nice pasta salad and then maybe like a wedge salad sort of thing. Okay. And for sweet, I was thinking sweet potato, a casserole of some kind. Okay. But yeah, you're going holiday, which I suppose I, am. I suppose which... may have been the the theme, the actual where Glenn was going. I'm kind of obstructing a bit. I would go a chocolate satin pie, maybe some sort of apple cobbler. Oh, so you're just going with desserts, not necessarily sweet. Yeah, I, I, that's how I see. I hear sweet as oh, okay, desserts. So chocolate satin pie, an apple cobbler, and then a, if I want to go crazy, I would do a make your own Sunday station. Oh, that's crazy. I want to see some key lime pie in there. Oh. Maybe some cheesecake. Oh, key lime pie. Key lime pie is good. Now, again, that's not necessarily festive, but. Now, that's what we need to find. Now that we have phone near us, we need to find some place that has good key lime pie. Yeah, that's fair. All right, our final email. We don't hear from Nate often, but we always enjoy when we do. Nate Schmidt, weekly topic and questions. Hello, gentlemen. It's been a crazy few weeks in wrestling, and it's only going to get crazier next week. Between all the takeovers, Full Gear, ACH slash Jordan Miles situation, I don't know who ACH or Jordan Miles is, are. Okay. Are multiple well, people, me... single person? What's, a, what's an ACH? He was a wrestler. So... ACH was an independent wrestler, wrestled for Ring of Honor, got signed by WWE, won their breakout tournament recently. He was renamed Jordan Miles. And his gimmick, as far as I could tell, was he was an African-American who smiled a lot. Oh, the usual. And so they released some merchandise, which was a black shirt with a big smile that said Miles in the teeth. And he didn't take particularly well to that. And so was post- it literally just teeth on a black shirt? There may have been lips, but it it was not the most tasteful shirt I've ever seen. Um, yeah, that actually sounds kind of bad. And he took them to task publicly about it. And oh, that's talked a good about idea. WWE's racist and all of this sort of stuff. And then just the other day, he posted some video um, in the car, like he's in the passenger seat of a car and posts some video where he said he quit WWE and apparently was quite profane about it. And so, again, some people are wondering if it's a work, if this is just heading into a new 
character, but it I don't think they would go this particular route. I think it's a legit hmm. he took them to task and but yes, right. that is the ACH Jordan Miles situation as far as I am aware. So ACH is Jordan Miles. Correct. And the NJPW WK News Wrestling is in a good place. My interest and love for wrestling has been growing each week. My excitement level for War Games and Survivor Series is off the charts. I only have three questions for you guys this week. One, what are you most excited for in the coming weeks in wrestling? Two, what are your favorite holiday foods? Or for you UK listeners, your favorite holiday foods. Uh, three, what's a holiday tradition you do every year for Thanksgiving? Have a great night. Regards, Nate. Um, Survivor Series. This whole Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT is something I've wanted for a very long time. And WWE seems to be doing a pretty good job. Although, to be fair, I haven't watched more of just I've been distracted with other things. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that weekend should be pretty good. TakeOver should be good with War Games. And uh, Survivor Series should be good. Cool. So that is what I'm excited about. You can say nothing because I don't know that wrestling excites you anymore. Yeah, there's nothing that I can think of. Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. Pass. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong. I mean, as long as nobody blows, blows each other, it should be an okay match. Um, Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch versus Bailey. I really don't like Shayna Baszler. I know she's improved, but I've really had trouble sure. getting over my memories of her early days. Sure. That's I fair. don't know. I'm excited. The, the matches should be good, but I can understand right, cool. if you're not totally. Yeah, there's, nothing I can, there's nothing I can honestly say I'm excited for. It's, it's got nothing to do with the state of the product. It's just I'm not sure. yeah. in that. I'm not checked in. You know, That's fine. Uh, favorite holiday foods. I'll go assuming we're talking Thanksgiving holiday because uh, we'll have oh, time to discuss like Christmas okay. holiday foods. Sure. Um, I I love stuffing. Yep, stuffing or dressing, good. depending on what you would like to call it. That's that's my jam. I mean, it's I've always I've always assumed it's stuffing if it goes in the bird, and it's dressing if it's never seen the inside of the bird. Yeah, but I call it stuffing regardless. When I made when I used to make an entire box of stovetop and mix in a can or two of corn and eat that in one sitting. That was stuffing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead. This is cheating, probably. But my favorite Thanksgiving holiday foods uh, are leftovers. I like the next day when sure. I've got the biscuits and I put the turkey on and I put the cranberry sauce on and the stuffing and the gravy and sure. the sweet potatoes all onto that one sandwich. And I eat it. Sure. That's my favorite part of the Thanksgiving food. I, I, I've heard of people who just make a separate, like they go somewhere for Thanksgiving and they make their own Thanksgiving dinner and just put it in the freezer, <laughs> like the fridge. Yeah. They don't yeah. eat it. It's just for leftovers. And I was like, fair play to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You. Um, what's a holiday tradition you do every year for Thanksgiving? Lately, the last three or four years, we do some sort of uh, fruit slash veggie tray decoration like we'll make a turkey and the feathers are like you know sliced carrot or bell pepper or something like that um so we'll probably do something like that again this year usually that is uh my wife and i's job is that's interesting that. as I, honestly my answer is what i expected your answer to be uh we have no thanksgiving traditions like i mean short of you get together with family and you eat a lot of food like Sure. There's no, we have like no. Our, usually it's. There's we, no dogma around Thanksgiving for us. You know what I mean? We leave early like in the morning. Yeah. We get up north, usually in time to watch part of the parade. Nope. I don't um, watch that. You know, lately my family has gotten together with my wife's family. So then my parents show up. Uh, my wife and I put together some sort of appetizer production while the rest of the food cooks. We sit around. Usually the Westminster dog show stays on or whatever the dog show is that happens after the parade winds up staying on because nobody bothers to change the channel. Um, we eat 
And then we usually go to a movie. So I believe we will be going to see the Mr. Rogers movie Thanksgiving okay. night. I mean, Mrs. Manson's family certainly has a, a Thanksgiving tradition. She was the sort who would wake up, watch the parade, and she still did that. I don't know if I've seen her do it recently. When we first got together, she used to do that. Sure. And her father, he always plays music throughout the house. He's got like a sound system that just plays music everywhere in the house. It's his, one of his things. But on Thanksgiving, for some reason, they always have a a family listen of Alice's Restaurant, Arlo Guthrie's. Uh, so that's kind of a My tradition, I guess. My father-in-law will play that on Thanksgiving Yeah. every year. Yeah, they do, he does that too. So I guess they have a tradition there. And it's become my tradition, I guess. But yeah, um, but yeah I, I don't have any particular connection to it. So it doesn't immediately come to mind, you know? If you didn't have to do the family aspect, if there was no expectation to go to either Mrs. Manson's parents or your family, what would you do for Thanksgiving? Stay home? I, I, would you like would you cook a Thanksgiving dinner or would you treat it just like any other day? I mean, if there was no expectation to see family, I don't know that there would be an expectation to cook a holiday meal. They kind of, I don't know. They kind of go hand in hand in some ways, I guess. Yeah. I feel bad saying this. And mom, dad, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But there is a part of me that kind of just wants to be done with every holiday. Yeah, I mean, like, so, I guess, though, I guess we might, I guess we would cook, because, like, this is dark, maybe not where you were going, but, like, if all of our parents were dead, like, that's, I mean, that's going to happen someday. At yes. some point, it is just us. Sure. Um, And, like, you know, we don't have kids, and we're not really planning to have kids, but, I mean, I we probably would still celebrate it in some way. Whether or not we would cook a full meal, I, I don't know. But I'm hearing Friendsgiving. Perhaps. If I have any friends left by that point, yeah. I'll be there. All right. I wonder if the faux place is open. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving would, yeah, faux, please. I, I think I would roast a chicken and, like, maybe we would do, like, you know, we would pick only the foods that we liked. Because half the table is set with foods that neither my wife or I like. Like, there is a giant bowl of roast turnips every year, despite yes! the fact that two people at the table eat them. Correct. Same with us. Well, at least when I go to my parents. They're always, yeah. They always have a plate of stuffed mushrooms yeah. that, again, two people eat. Yeah. I would, I would think I would cook just what we wanted. Mm. I've actually I mean, yeah. always, truthfully, I have always wanted to do a authentic Thanksgiving because the first Thanksgiving back in 1620, 1621-ish was lobster and venison and like pheasant and that sort of thing because that, that was what they had. And I'm, there's a part of me that's like, I would love to do that one year. I'd love to, I, I could get down with that idea, to be honest. I, for years now, I have been saying I want a Christmas goose. Yes. And it's sort of the we same idea. We every year. Yes, yes. Um, I think it's honestly the same sort of idea doing the venison, doing the, the pheasant. I'd yeah. be down for that too. Uh, yeah. We're talking, be interesting. You're, you're, you want a Dickensian. Yes. Scrooge type. There never was such a goose. <laughs> Do you remember that honey nut Cheerios commercial? Uh, I think they With probably Scrooge? still play it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you say honey? And nuts. <laughs> As though honey and nuts are going to fix Scrooge's holiday problems. If only the ghosts had known that, they would have right. saved so much time. Have a bowl, Ebenezer, have a bowl. <laughs> Jacob Marley just walks over, throws it at him, and walks out. And he's like, <laughs> done. Easy. Uh, what is your piece of positivity for the week, good sir? Uh, my piece of positivity for this week is I have discovered that Asuka as Kana-chan, has her own YouTube channel where I can watch her test out a brand new rice cooker and make her own pork miso soup. Or I can watch her try out Japanese technology and, and, and literally spiral slice two heads of cabbage while camping by herself. And by camping, I assume she's in her backyard with a tent set up. I don't really know. But... <laughs> Um, there's some ridiculousness on there, and I am enjoying that at the moment. No wonder you don't need wrestling anymore. Right? I have, I have my YouTube. Asuka. 
That's all I need. How about you? What is your piece of positivity? I'm, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. It's not that I if things are bad. I'm just. I feel like you had one I'm earlier. Enjoying, I'm enjoying um, playing a video game in a character. Okay. Like I don't often role do, playing. I don't often do that, but you know, I I tried it a little bit with Caveman Spaceman, which worked out. Um, but being able to be like, like I'm imagining, okay, somehow Wesley winds up, you know, frozen X number of thousands of years. He's woken up. He knows he's one of many people that have been frozen. So he thinks in his head, maybe Buttercup's there. Maybe Fezzik and Inigo is there. So he's working for Dr. Phineas Wells with that in his head that, He's going to work for him because he, the, like his friends and his wife or his, you know, his true love may be there. And like, so, you know, he had the chance to turn in Phineas Wells and didn't do it because Phineas Wells might hold the key. So, but now he's also really enjoying stealing everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is the Dread Pirate Robert. That's what I'm saying. You know, he's essentially now a space pirate and he's he's gathered some of the crew. Is it only the certain number of characters you can have in the crew? Because I, I haven't gotten that far into the game. Like, yeah. how many possible companions are there? There's actually a, a fair number. Um, you can only have two with you at a time, though. Yeah. The others but will I just sort of hang you, out on the ship. But when they pop up, there's six spots. So I'm like, are there only six total or are there more than that? But you can only have six on your crew. And that you I don't to... know. Okay. I think there's only six because this is a relatively small game. Sure. Which but is I fine. don't actually know. I don't actually know. Which is fine. Felix looks like Prince Humperdinck, so there's no way he's getting on board. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, but no. But, but so that part has been fun, being able to tie that part in. I like so the vicar. I'm a Vicar Max fan too. Although Caveman Spaceman made Vicar Max wear the big moon hat. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever I just that like is. sometimes when he attacks, he's like, I forget what the line exactly is, but you do not cross a, a man of the cloth or something. He just has that badassery about him that yeah. I like. No, I, I, it is a good game. I'm grateful for the recommendation. And now that I'm playing this character, I'm getting a whole lot more enjoyment out of it than. Good. I loved Caveman Spaceman, and I might bring Caveman Spaceman to Skyrim at some point. There you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> Caveman Spaceman might return. That's, um, I'm not sure how yeah. much Spaceman stuff he's going to do in Skyrim. Well, then he'll be fair. Caveman Stormcloak. <laughs> caveman Caveman. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the next time you hear our dulcet tones, it will be episode two hundred of ddt wrestling doc dc and doc talk podcast <laughs> list after 200 episodes he still has another day of the show i'm just trying to figure out i would like to go back and i wish i knew how many episodes total not oh. just of like because it's got to be three to four hundred at this point yeah it is i mean we had over 200 episodes i think when we started the patreon yeah so yeah. yeah. And again, not counting the solo stuff, but I'm just either way. Uh, but yeah, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Doc Nansen, uh, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that chilly November evening? If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you like this episode and want to listen to our back catalog, you can do so by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling to send just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It help keeps the lights on and the podcast train a-chugging all the way to 200. I'm realizing that a month or so ago, I got an idea for a nerd DC song. Have I done really anything with it? No. I've written some <laughs> of it. Well, in fairness, it. I never set up a voicemail line either. So, you know. Well, there we go. Maybe that'll but be. But in fairness, if you guys have smartphones, just record a voice memo and then share it to your email app on your phone. Hey. And email it. 
to podcast at yeah. Wrestling. Let's get some other voices on here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, maybe that'll be a, another part of tomorrow if I do stay home. Maybe that'll be it is I will I will work on that. Anyways, he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you so much for joining us today. And until we meet again, my friend. What the hell was that? I wound up saying like, thank you. And rather than just admit that I misspoke, I was just like, that's my character for the rest of the show. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be a bestie? I think it's like the effeminate KFC colonel. I was going for uh, a really, really flamboyant Dusty Rhodes. Ah, kind of the same thing. (laughs) 